0: You're listening to Gray Ledge Advisors Thoughts from the Ledge Podcast with your host, Scott Albratio. Hello, this is Scott Albracio, and today I'm going to be doing a little podcast on my own. And we're going to be talking about the Retirement Act and what's going on in the industry as it relates to retirement in general. I think the federal government has ultimately come out and really determined about 73% of the non-retired Americans have some retirement savings that's great but only a small subset feel that they're ready to retire and the government's got this big issue they've got people that are working that are going to have to continue to work because they don't have enough money set aside for retirement so In their infant wisdom, they are modifying the SECURE Act, and they've come out with the SECURE Act 2.0, which specifically focuses in on retirement savings plans, 401k, SEP IRAs, simple IRA plans. The first thing that everybody should notice is that this has gotten through the House, and it is sitting in the Senate right now. There's been no action taken on it, but we are hoping that the Senate will act on this because it will benefit most Americans in their retirement plans, and it will also help the sponsors. A couple of highlights on that. The plan right now, the way it looks is they want to increase annual contribution limits more so than they are doing right now. You recall they've been going up at about $500 increments, so they want to be able to sort of keep more in pace with inflation on that. The other thing that they want to do is they want to increase catch-up contributions for those over 62 to 65, and specifically give them the opportunity to put money away in a Roth account. The Roth is a post-tax savings account that accumulates on a tax-free basis, and therefore when you start withdrawing the funds out in retirement time, you're not paying any taxes on them. Is a plan sponsor, you should be concerned with or understand and know that new plans that come into effect after the Secure Act 2.0 takes place are going to have mandatory 3% contribution settings as well as an auto-enrollment feature, meaning that as you bring new employees on the program, automatically be enrolled at a 3% contribution on their, out of their salary. Now, they will have the opportunity to opt out of that, but if they want to force the issue where people have to start saving and taking care of themselves for retirement. And then ultimately, they are looking at offsetting for our younger employees that are carrying a lot of student loan debt. If the employee is making contributions and paying down their student loan debt, that the corporation or the company, the sponsor of the plan, can contribute a pre-tax benefit into a 401k that matches the payback of the loan. Now, understand that this is all in the Senate right now, and there's going to be some changes to it, but those are some of the highlights that that we're looking at for the retirement plan space itself couple other key notes that you want to understand and be aware of. They are looking to move the required minimum distribution age from 72 out to 75. They'll do that in a phase-in. What's proposed is they'll do it in a phase-in period. There are small employer startup credits for 401k plans, and they also want to take and increase the simple IRA contributions and index those to the inflation objective that is out in the market right now. For those listeners that are actually located in Connecticut, Connecticut has passed, legislation actually passed in 2016, and it's just coming into play right now for what we call the Connecticut My Savings Plan. And this is a state-mandated plan. If you're a small employer with five or more employees and do not offer your own individual 401k plan, the state is going to make it mandatory that you contribute your employees' wages to the state-funded program, which I mentioned is called my CT Savings Plan. The state plan offers auto enrollment. You'll have to go onto a site that's put out by the state of Connecticut, sign up on there. Once again, they have a 3% default deferral rate. This plan auto escalates up to 6%. So every year you start at 3 the next year you go to 4% deferral, 5 up to 6% deferral. The plan itself is just going to sit in investments are just going to be in target date funds based on your retirement age 2025, 20, 2030, 20, 2045, 20, 2060, etc. So there are limited investment choices. But once again, a state like the federal government realize that there's a savings crisis for retirement. Therefore, this is their effort to help. Uh, push people into plans. You always have the opportunity to do it on your own through a company like Gray Ledge Advisors who specialize in retirement savings plans or your own broker as well. So look at the opportunities that you have out there. This will be phased in and the smallest of employers will not be impacted until the fall of 2022. Appreciate you taking the time to listen to us today and look forward to some additional podcasts from our organization. You've been listening to Gray Ledge Advisors Thoughts from the Ledge podcast. To learn more, please contact your Grey Ledge Advisor or visit us at GrayLedge.com.